All righty, Roots, let's jump in around the grounds. We'll do some AFL news first. Uh, and there was some good news coming out of Brisbane today. Well, there's more than good news in the sense that this is important news about the culture. I love this word, culture. Oh, it does my head in. But it does tell you something about Brisbane, doesn't it? Whereby Daniel Rich did not leave Brisbane when there were the opportunity to go home to Western Australia to play for West Coast. Mm-hmm. He stayed true to them. And now he's reached the end of his career and he's staying there at Brisbane to work with a good friend of ours, Andrew Crowell, in their development program. The now, you would think, doesn't that tell you something about Brisbane where probably Daniel Rich could have easily just gone back to the West where there are great opportunities at West Coast again, yep. but he stays at Brisbane. Now, that's telling me, on and off the field, this football club that was a basket case when poor Michael Voss was told to work a miracle. Yeah, it's going back away, Rich. Yeah, but... They've right. had a long journey to get to this point. We've got a They've few done to get, good work. We've got a few to get yes. through. He's a good man. He's yep. much respected. Now, we told everyone about Oscar McDonald a week ago. I believe his future has been confirmed. He has a third club after being at Carlton, after being at Melbourne. He's now at Fremantle. He I, got there. I think that's Do good. To free agent. He's only Easy. 27 years of age. And uh, Sam Nay-Smith, after a lot of injuries and going back to the VFL, he's back in the big time. That's right. It's now to Richmond, Sydney, Port Melbourne, Richmond. So he backs up their ruck after they lost Ivan Soldo to Port. Uh, in the World Cup, last night, Roach, Pakistan kept their finals hopes alive. Yes, they won by seven wickets, chasing down Bangladesh's 204. So they're now fifth with six points, but have played seven matches. The interesting bit here is New Zealand, South Africa play tonight. Mm-hmm. This shapes a lot of what will happen for the top four. Mm-hmm. So currently the table has India, 12 points, unbeaten, Mm -hmm. six games. South Africa, 10, but a superior run rate, which makes, as Barat told us, the India-South Africa game critical to deciding who's top. Then we've got New Zealand and Australia on eight points separated by run rates. Now, who do you want to win tonight, South Africa or New Zealand? I want South Africa to win. Hmm, interesting. Well, why is that interesting? Well, who, if you're going to predict into the future... Mm -hmm. If you want the first semi-final, do you want to play India when all the pressure is on them because of their history in this tournament and at home and so forth? Or do you want to play South Africa, who also have some jitters when it comes to semi-finals, particularly with Australia? See, I'm a little bit different. I just want to qualify. Well, then... So you never know what's going to happen, Rich. We, we could up, get upset by England, so I just think it's better oh, with a game difference. Knocked down New Zealand. Yeah, South Africa beat New Zealand. Let's just play it safe. But Pakistan are still well and truly alive. Here's mm-hmm. their captain, Babar Azam, talking about their finals hopes. Uh, yes, uh, we are uh, uh, trying to win all uh, the next two matches and then let's see where we are, uh, where we, where we are stand. Uh, and yes, uh, we were trying to add uh, that uh, win and confidence in the next few matches. Mm. Have they been paid yet, the Packies? That's a very interesting situation. Apparently they haven't been paid for about six months, some of the players. Amazing. There's a lot of unrest. Amazing. Mm, that could be some are saying that's why they're not performing that well. But look, our Diamond Skills... Yeah, but they're getting paid. Yeah. Thankfully. Well, they're getting paid for their national appearances. Yeah. Hey, uh, just on England's poor form, let's quickly hear Mike Gatting, former England captain. And whenever I say Mike Gatting, who do we think of? Shane Warren. G'day, Shane O. It's been very hard work uh, watching as well, I have to say, uh, especially when a lot of the, I'd say, the, the, the smaller sides are, are beating us and, and outplaying us. It's uh, it's not been very good to watch. Um, so for me, it's... Uh, 
it's it's uh, trying to put on a brave face at the moment. <laughs> you know, it, it's a bit of a done deal for for England. I'm afraid. I, I don't think even if they beat Australia, I'm not sure that they can eat, they can still mm. qualify. So it's been been hugely disappointing, especially with the group of players they've had. I wouldn't say it's hard to put a finger on, but they just haven't made very many good decisions and and they haven't played what I'd say smart cricket. Probably the approach that we've taken is has been a bit too gung ho. I mean. Um, you know, it's a long game, 50 overs. It's not T20. Um, and, you know, we seem to have been playing sort of T20 throughout and, mm. and sadly not getting the sort of runs that, that we need to. I suspect their confidence is a little low at the moment. Um, and, you know, we, we, we sort of sort of either bowl well and bat poorly or bat poorly and bowl well. And it, it's, you know, it's not been anything together. No, there's no, no togetherness and no, as I say, no good decisions being made throughout a game. Well, let's hope oh, the gad is wrong. Let's, ho- let's hope he's wrong, Roach, and they actually bat poorly and bowl poorly. My, <laughs> this has been unifying England's performance. The rest of the world is enjoying it. Yeah, we're, we're loving it. I'm very nervous about Saturday night's uh, game. Hey, some uh, big breaking news. Yes, Aurelio Vidmar, our very own Aurelio, mm-hmm. will be coaching Melbourne City after Rado Vidasic. Now, when you mutually agree to leave a job, it means you've been sacked, isn't it? Oh, after one round, <laughs> two rounds, yeah. But he got smashed. Yeah, he's six nil. Smashed it, yes, Aurelio is back in the A-League. Oh, I had a coffee with him about six months ago. I said, what are you going to do? And he was very particular and very, as he always is, tunnel vision. He said, when the right opportunity comes along. He repeated that last week to me. Did he? At Chivo too. All right, you win then. Uh, yeah, no, Sam, no, I'm just talking of winning. reinforcing the point. Talking of winning, Sam Kerr has taken out a big award overnight. Yes, so she was runner-up in the Ballon d'Or, the Golden Ball, the international award that every player wants, but she now has the Asian Football Cannon Federation Women's Player of the Year Award for the second time. Won it for the first time in 2017, now has it in 2022. And this is big. We know it's not the Ballon d'Or, but this is big. It's, yeah, it's big. It's You're the best player in this zone, this your region. Mm. But she is clearly one of the best players in the world, full stop. Yeah, and I think she's been third in the Ballon d'Or a couple of times. Uh, she spoke yesterday about being runner-up in mm. the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, it's amazing. Any time an Aussie's nominated for that award, it's an amazing achievement. We're, you know, not one of the powerhouses of, you know, the footballing nations. So the fact that we're out there flying the flag for Australian football is amazing. And um, I think it's well-deserved, to be honest. Yes, it is. All right. It and uh, we'll be speaking... A grand applause for Sam Kerr. Yeah, we'll be chatting to Alicia Canavis just after the 3.30 news route about their game against Chinese Taipei. Tonight, that gets underway at 9.30.